Jim McKay with ABC Wide World of Sports was the most influential announcer using your voice as an instrument in my lifetime. Let's go one through eight at the beginnings of Jim McKay, and you'll hear him speaking in the beginning about the birth of ABC Wide World of Sports, which ultimately leads to ESPN. Let's hear the beginning. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. This is ABC's Wide World Sports. Bruno said, we're going to put on a summer replacement show of 20 weeks. And uh, it's a, it involves a number of different sports. And I think I should tell you, it will involve a certain amount of travel. Wide World of Sports, since it didn't have the great events, was an abject lesson in great storytelling. You had to find out what was interesting and would connect with an audience when you were doing things people had never heard of before. Good afternoon. This is Jim McKay reporting to you from the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Mm. The four men, experienced world-class mountain climbers, carefully selected, are going to attempt to climb this tower armed only with their bare hands and their courage. Jim understood what that show was about. And that show wasn't just about going to a rugby game and announcing the rugby game. So you were introducing new sports, new people, new countries, new cultures. We're behind the Iron Curtain, and here on Paris Street are the people of Prague, as curious about us, apparently, as we are about them. Jim McKay took sports events further down the road toward the real world and how people lived than other people had been brave enough to do before. He had an innate ability to seek out the drama that existed in a sporting event and really make a memorable story out of it. This young man is Manuel Garcia. Today you're going to see him perform one of the world's most daring athletic feats, leaping from a cliff into the swirling waters of the Pacific Ocean. It's not the world record that counts. It's who sets the world record and how much do I know about him or her? And do I admire them I do, do, or not admire them? The uh, uh, demolition derby from Islip, Long Island, one of the great events in history. <laughs> as absurd as it all sounds, cars crashing into each other. Jim made you feel for the guy who was in the old jalopy who was about to barrel in backwards into another jalopy. When the first British Open golf tournament was played, Abraham Lincoln was the president of the United States. And yet there are many with the temerity and with the confidence to say that this British Open, the 1962 Open, is the greatest of them all. Jim loved doing golf. He loved the sense of history of golf. He loved the sense of fair play, that you were your own referee. Now Arnold Palmer is about a 20-footer. Hello? And he made it! on the final hole as Arnold Palmer breaks the record for the British Open by two shots with a total of 276. There's no doubt in my mind that if Rune Arlich had not had Jim McKay, as great an idea as wide world of sports was, it would not have worked because it was McKay's ability to tell the stories of the participants and make them come to life. By using his voice as an instrument, just like Pavarotti, just like Frank Sinatra, and just like my guest, the great Brad Nestler. 
Coming up next, I'll take your calls. The clinic will be open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. I got to tell you about combining guava and cream cheese in a donut. I got to tell you about this place called Trader Joe's and what they have there for chocolate that I discovered that will blow your mind. And I also want to do some clap revision. Talk about the last dance. What was Scottie Pippen's injury that kept him out of the lineup? We'll get into all of that and your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.